What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Box Out Boys podcast. We are the NBA podcast of the people. Your home for lukewarm takes and substandard analysis. I'm Titus Two Shots Dominguez, and with me tonight is Gorman, the stats man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Chris Gorman, there he is. Oh, he's ready to, to see red and bleed bulls. The long boss, Rob McCrowski, get that joke. I did a lot of writing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> did a lot I did of a writing. Lot. I did a little lot of writing and doing Chris, a lot of a editing. Stat? Wait, wait. Did, did Chris did have a stat? Stats. Where, I'm, where we're going, we don't need stats. Ooh. Oh, well done, my friend. I did watch Back to the Future over the holiday break, so that was mm, chef's kiss. And the is a, a walking chef's kiss. The professional Adam Bruns. I love us that I add them. They were good until you said that. I don't know what I'm, <laughs> Is that a compliment? I mean, I, I guess. Thank you. We're in a cheery mood, I guess. Right? It's the new year, new us. The Box Out Boys are ready to go. New year, new Doing me. new things here. We're making friends along the way. Um, all right. Well, it is the first show of the new year for the Box Out Boys. And as is tradition... We're going to do our New Year's resolutions for every single team. Joey's got the honors this year as he worked this up, helped us out a lot with this. So, Joey, uh, give us your overall thoughts here on the new year. What was your approach going into the um, resolutions? And then let's just start knocking them out. Yeah, the approach this year was a, uh, a little bit more eye test, general feeling, a little bit less. I get in-depth stat research so last year there was a lot of individual stat pulling and kind of just like you know focusing on something um i went more like team identity and maybe you know a piece here and there kind of thing um finding yourself i think i've got some pretty good intros or some pretty good you know one-liner resolutions i'm pretty pretty confident uh, i also think i reference gambling and like the lottery and and, and betting way too much so i uh, see <laughs> See if you guys pick up on that uh, as well, because when I got done and reread it, I was like, yeah, I'm not rewriting this, but that's where we're at. What was on my mind? All right, hit us with uh, the first team here. All right, first team, we're going uh, division and conference, so starting uh, with the Atlantic. So Boston Celtics, their New Year's yeah. resolution is to take it game by game. This isn't the first season in recent memory that Boston has looked poised to dominate the league and be the hands-down favorite for a title. Brzingis and Drew Holiday have proved to be excellent additions, but they still have the problem of forgetting how to basketball whenever things don't go their way. Don't look ahead. Remember what gets you to this position every season and continue to execute on that. All right. I like it. Chris, what do you think, man? Is that what they need to do here? Just keep uh, taking it one game at a time? Yeah, I agreed with this a lot. Um, forgetting how to play basketball is a thing. So going on that on that point, um, I think the forgetting how to play basketball comes from the fact that they don't have a true alpha dog on this team where like they're one of the best teams in the league, but Jason Tatum's not even considered top five in the league. Even Bill Simmons had SJ over Jason Tatum in the league. Derek White's getting a lot of buzz for all-star, which is great for him. But like this team just doesn't have that guy. Right. So like, yeah, I think, I think adding on to this resolution is, you know, beyond just taking a day, game by game, it's, Letting getting 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 Tatum to be get, take that next step because without that, no matter how good you are, you're gonna get you're gonna get beat up in the playoffs unless you're, you know, the Pistons, which that hasn't been done in twenty years. So, so it's Tatum be that guy and take it game by game. I like this game by game and get a guy, get a guy, and I will be seeing Boston in February. So about that, 
All right, Joey, keep it rolling. All right, vibe check for the Celtics. Let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets. Find a way to be Raptors-esque. They've got length up and down the roster that should be causing opposing matchup fits, yet they all seem to want the team to be theirs. Bridges may be one of the best fit players on the right team, but is he the right player on a team looking for a fit? Get an identity and own it. Uh, I like this a lot. Raptors-esque is a good way to put it. This team should be like that feisty, sort of scrappy, some is better than, or some greater than the parts type of team. Um, you're spot on with that Bridges analysis. Love that little line, the way you put it there. How is it? Is he uh, the right uh, fit? Maybe one of the best fit players on the right team, but is he the right player on a team looking for a fit? Just lyricism. Ooh. Just dropping bars here <laughs> to start it <laughs> open. Chris, what do you think on that one? No, that's, that's about right. Uh, I like the, they're like Raptors ask in the offensive sense, right? They're a pretty good offensive team, but defensively is kind of their struggle. Um, I don't, I don't really care about Brooklyn. We can, yeah. <laughs> They're a, a one on the Carol meter. On <laughs> yeah, my Carol meter. Uh, I was thinking more lengthwise, right? Like they seem like a very lengthy, yeah. big team. Um, kind of remind me of the Raptors, um, in their post Kawhi era. Yeah. Is everybody six, nine and, and up? Everybody's got long arms. Long arms. All right. Who's next? New York Knickerbockers are next. Oh, their resolution crazy. is capitalize. Brunson is having for- another all-star caliber year, and if it wasn't for the ascension of Tyrese Halliburton, he'd probably be the potential starting point guard in the all-star game. He traded away talent that never reached his full potential in RJ and Emmanuel quickly for a tried-and-true two-way player in OG and Anobi. Don't let another season waste away by being mid. Well played. Chris, what do you think about Man, that? Man, that, that point is so true where if it wasn't for Halbert, he'd be the potential starting guard. Yeah. Instead, we have people like Becky Hammond talking about how like Brunson's good, but he's too small to actually win it, which what you know, we shoot out too much hate for that, but I also disagreed with that take. I think Brunson is good enough. I you know, I don't th- I don't care how tall you are. I like so I I love what New York did. I think what OG did, um, is is going under the radar a little bit, and I think don't let another season waste away by being mid. The team was quietly top four last year, right? They won, they yeah. beat the Cavs in five, so I think this team could really they could be a contender for the East after this trade, and um, I like it for the Knicks. Yeah, I can see a sneaky conference finals run if you know matchups line line up right. So right for sure, a sneaky contender for the East after a one player trade. I'll take Chris. Yeah, that's that's spicy there. They got precious too. We never talked about precious, the player, not the movie. Because he's not that precious. He's not that precious. I think um I, I agree there with their, with Becky Ham there. Uh yeah? small man. Okay. There's a there's a certain I, you know, as a as a small guard myself, <laughs> I have a bias against small guards. <laughs> I understand the limits yeah. that they have. You have some Back trauma in, in your past. Small guard. I'm, not a, I'm not a hater, man. I just, I'm a small guard. And you know what? There's big dudes out there and they stop you every once in a while. All right, Joey, keep it rolling. Uh, okay. Philadelphia 76ers. Chris's maybe favorite intro line. Their resolution is put your back into it. You've shed all of your uh, problem children and allowed okay. Tyrese Maxey to blossom alongside another dominant season from Joel Embiid. That's true. Can Tobias be your third option when it counts? Who's the fourth option? 
Those are easy excuses that they've used over and over again, but um, we're all tired of those excuses and it's time to win when it counts. Yeah, th- I think this is for sure. This is another spot on right here. All that matters for them is the playoffs. I, I, you know, I checked today. They're leading the league in net rating right now. They look, I mean, on paper right now, they're playing some of the best ball. I know that the record's not quite as good as Boston's. Still, they're playing some some of their best ball. But even now, it doesn't matter until it gets in that second round conference finals of the Eastern Conference. So, Chris, the, any the on fact that Maxi and and B combined for sixty points on average a game is insane. So, like, yeah, to Joey's per point is per, or spot on with the third and fourth option. Tobias, you can have him. Harris, who's the new leader of that that grouping. Uh, Kelly Oubre was kind of that guy, yeah. but ever since his weird quote unquote. His car accident. Let's just yeah. say it was a car accident. We don't anything yeah. else. It was a car accident. Um, he hasn't been the same. So yeah, th- there's there's a trade lumen here. I'm excited to see. My resolution with this team is, you know, make a good trade, which Daryl Moore has done again and again in the past. So we'll see what happens. This Wild team's unfinished. Card player Pat Bev. Don't forget the Pat Bev effect. Okay. Oh man, yeah. Pat I Bev. did forget about Pat Bev. Sorry. That's worth half a win. Wow. Really, he's a legend there, a Minnesota legend. <laughs> I thought Dude, that meme, that meme will never die. I swear, like just the crying. Oh. It's almost as legendary as the KD. I'm t- you know, my my next move. My next yeah, adventure. Yeah. <laughs> my next <laughs> adventure. Whatever, yeah, it's a good one. All right, Joey, give us the next team. All right, Toronto Raptors. The resolution is execute order sixty six. Oh man, I like it. See, you guys got a movie reference in here. <laughs> You've never seen Star Wars. Oh, you yeah, have seen Star Wars. It's a lot for Joey. There. I haven't seen all of them. I, I kind of stopped after a while, but I. <laughs> Do you see? Never mind. Do you see I, what one that's from? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, uh, oh, oh, wait. Attack of Clones. That's, that's a, no, it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know, the it was, Sith yeah. one, right? Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Was that's it Revenge? Be it's got to be Revenge. Didn't happen in Clones? It was Attack of the Clones. Isn't it when. Palpatine? Oh, no, yeah, it is in Attack of the Clones. Never mind. All right. Those are Clones. Yeah, starts okay. the. The Clone War. See, I can. Yeah. All right, man. Wow. You correct wow. me. Yeah. You know what? New Year, new me. See, so just blew your I'm fucking I'm going to look that up. All right. Um, <laughs> it's time to finish what you started. Last year, we said, stay the course and see what you can get out of this team. Well, what you got was getting bounced by the Bulls in the playing tournament. Um, you've watched Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet walk at the end of their contracts, two pretty big <laughs> players for them. Um, and you. Uh, walk at the end of their contracts and the allure of Toronto basketball may not have the shine that it once did. Don't make the same mistake with Siakam and Gary Trent Jr. Be brave. Be brave. Chris, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, be brave. What, man, just make some trades. Yeah. I, I like that Masai trade OG after we talked to a couple weeks ago about you know the him being on the naughty list. He's got a couple more trades to do. So, Sorry, uh, I did look that up. It is in Revenge of the Sith. So Dang. That was a quick... Nice job. Quick. Oh. It took me a, a minute there to figure out where I was from. It's not New Year, New Me. Never mind. It's all right. I will give you bonus, bonus points for knowing it. So Yeah. All right. This is the next team. Um, Chicago Bulls. Oh, We're into the see, Central, guys. Their resolution is get real. Last year... <laughs> the resolution <laughs> last year was figure it the fuck out. Um... They haven't figured anything out, and they've continued to tout continuity. All oh, the same team. <laughs> uh, the continuity got them embarrassed multiple times to start the season. 
and they're now on the verge of trading Zach. Um, verge is is more precipice, I guess, is the right yeah. word. On the precipice of trading Zach. Um, the youngins have showed some promise through late November and early December, but have regressed back to their mean. Your best player at this moment is Andre Drummond. Oh, um, pick a direction. Tell us what the what that direction is and stick with it. This is more of I don't care what you do, just do something and stick with it and stop just like meddling about. Yeah, I'm actually I was kind of curious to see which direction you were going to go with this. Um, was there any thought to making the resolution trade Levine? Like just get the trade done. Um, no, I not because I thought of it and then chose to ignore it. Um, I didn't. I didn't think it was a singular focus. I think okay. it's. I think the thing making that the resolution is the thing that they should most focus on and, and try to do would be misguided, and it needs to be more than just one, right? It needs I, to be I, more about direction, not necessarily been, a single. Yeah, I've, I've been steadfast on that. Like if, if if one goes, they all have to go. You can't just you can't just send yeah Zach down the road and then expect that this team is going to be you know all of a sudden a contender. Like this this little fifteen game stretch without him is is not like <laughs> this is a flash in the pan. This isn't. Yeah, no, and I think you kind of see the last couple of games that they've sort of been kind of coming back to reality. You know, like Kobe's three-point shooting has kind of cooled off a little bit. So, Have there been any updates on Levine coming back? He's but, potentially coming back Friday is, is what yeah, I heard. Yeah, they're saying late this week or early next week. Yeah. I'm just going to, yeah, sounds good. A whole lot <laughs> of comments until then. Because we have until, what's the trade deadline? February, February or something? 8th, 8th. yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah. one stat, Chris, for you on Andre Drummond, um, there's potential that he breaks Dennis Rodman's uh, rebounding record. Uh, apparently, there's a record for percentage of available rebounds gathered, and Dennis Rodman holds that it's like 28 per something, 28 percent of potential available rebounds he he got, yeah. which apparently has been like an untouchable number. And right now, Drummond is at like 30 percent. Wow. Yeah. I love that stat. Little, little big man stat for you to keep your eye on there. Beautiful stat. Available stat. rebound percentage. Did not know that was a thing. When that's on the broadcast, you know you're stretching when you're getting yeah. blown by 30 by the Sixers. So, <laughs> All right, next team up in the Central, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Their resolution is surge. The Cavs need to surge and do it loudly and without hesitation. Nobody saw the Mitchell, the Donovan Mitchell trade coming in 2022, and it looked great and still does. Don't give him any reason to, to question this, his next free agency. Without Donovan, nobody is talking about Cleveland, and we're barely talking about them anyways. Mm-hmm. Don't blow one of the sneaky best trades of that 2022 summer. Yeah, I think to me, they're a team, they need to do something, and I think they need to start looking for a move. I know they got a lot of injuries right now, and that's kind of where it's giving them some time, but. I think last year's playoff performance wasn't good enough for me to just go. Let's. I I feel like this is a team that could potentially get into a bull situation, where they had a, a enough of a shine to like for them to say, let's hold this nucleus together and see what they can be when they're all healthy, while ignoring the reality of the fact that they really weren't that good when it happened. So let's just go ahead and start start making some moves around the periphery. Chris, what do you think? My thing on them was uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is putting up the quietest 28 points per game, mm-hmm. or maybe the most yep, meaningless yep. 28 <clears throat> points per game since Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> As I said quietest, but he did it so loudly, and but also he, he was out of the league, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I said put up or shut up for this team, and I think Joey's point is surge. What do you mean by surge? I mean, like, I think you said it perfectly. Donovan Mitchell's having the quietest 28 points per game you, you've ever seen, and it was like that that should be better, and that should be being talked about more, and the fact that the team is just kind of meh outside of him um, is what they need to kind of situate. So Titus's point of, like, you need to add somebody to kind of, like, bring you back to relevancy like you're not a bad team but it, it needs to be some sort of like crazy long win streak or you know him put up 71 again like to get them kind of back on the map and getting talked about again because Mitchell kind of strikes me as the as the kind of guy who likes the attention and likes kind of the the media focus yeah, um and I feel like if he's not going to get that spotlight like I I could see him not wanting to stay in Cleveland after his yeah. contract is up next season, end of next season. Yeah. That's like something Cleveland needs to understand. Like you either got to go out and get him some pieces or start looking at, all right, can we get a big like Jared play? Allen's got to get traded to yeah. OKC. I need a Cleveland wave, season, right? Get him on the wave and, and surge. Kind of a... All right. Next up, the, D- the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Win a game. <laughs> they made the list, guys. Yeah. They, they had to don't care. They're a one. <laughs> luckily, luckily they had luckily next. they had won Thank a game next. before uh, I wrote this, yeah. so they at least got that. Uh, but their resolution is go all in on Cade. They lost twenty eight in a row, and barring a miracle, will be the worst team in the league record wise at the end of the season. Cade has, has shown stretches of being the franchise star they hoped for when drafting him number one in two thousand and twenty one, but there's still concerns in his efficiency and decision making, high turnovers, poor shooting. If there was ever a season to see what you have in a player, this is the time. This one's pretty easy. Like your record is so bad. Like stop, stop tooling with roster configurations and, and starting lineups. Like it should be all in on Cade. You give him the keys and you say, Hey, you see what you can do. And we're going to make a decision, you know, on the future of this direction of this team based on what you show us in the half season. I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah, you know, like you said, Carol meter, this is like a zero. Is there going to be a negative care on this team? I don't really care about them at all. Um, but I could see just making a, de- a decision on is Cade the guy we want going for the future and what are the pieces that we should be putting around him? I, I didn't realize there were questions that Cade isn't the guy. Cade looks great. Cade went up against Tatum and they should have beaten Boston. Maybe. They should have kind of won that Boston game. That was yeah. the most exciting game I watched this year. Um, Yeah, so I agree with this point. Like, Yeah, it was just... Detroit should really just um, fire their nepotism front office and actually hire and bring in some real guys that could actually analyze talent at a, at an NBA level, but that's not going to happen. So, dig it to the young guy. Keep it going. All right, Indiana Pacers. The resolution is it's it's a question. It's trade for tips. Wait, what? Trade, trade for tibs. Tibs. Okay. Trade for tips. The coach. All jokes aside. Pacers need to learn some defense. <laughs> I like that. They can score and score fast, but being in the bottom three of defensive efficiency doesn't bode well for a deep playoff run. It should be better with an elite shot blocker and Miles Turner anchoring the defense, so it comes down to effort and knowing you have to be more than a one-headed monster when it counts. That's where it comes from. It's not a real resolution, but it's mostly fine defense. But, you know, great for tips. Great for tips. Great for tips. Trade for tips? I feel like that's going to be a new Box Out Boys slogan whenever a team needs defense. Just should you trade for tips? Trade for tips? 
I'm with you on that one, man. They need they need a D up for sure. Obviously, been a little struggling a little bit since the uh, the IST Mojo doesn't feel the same quite quite as much for that team. But, um, yeah, not a lot of uh, real playoff <laughs> buzz because of the the, the poor defense. What well, what was Carlisle's quote? I think it was um I wish I wrote it down, but he said a uh, a hot girl is only so hot for so long until you realize they can't play defense. Like that, and I was like, "Okay, I, I kind of get what you're saying, Carlisle." Did you just make that up yourself? And, no, and he's. And I feel that's like he attributed so that. To so you Carlisle. could, so you could say it. I was gonna look it up. I like. We should do a segment where Chris <laughs> makes up coaches' quotes. Chris, is, Chris, Chris or coach. Chris or coach. It's a, a line. Chris goes, did, "Did a coach say this, or did I make this up?" A hot girl is only so hot. But so even dating a pretty girl gets boring after a while if she can't guard anybody. That's the quote. <laughs> that's the quote. But even know, dating I a pretty girl. Yeah. I get what he was trying to say, but that's ooh, that's a little tough there, oh, Carlisle. That's fantastic. That's tough. Without, if you can't guard him. Anyway, that's that makes tough. sense, though. Like, <clears throat> Buddy Heald is a beautiful man, um, but he can't guard anybody. What? So I think that's good, kind of what he's getting at. He's you a know? beautiful man. I think he's, he's a good guy. So, so I'm sure he yeah. is. So talking about hot girls and beautiful men. Hey, you know, every, everybody's beautiful, Joey. Box out boys yeah. after dark. Box out boys. Stay on a, late tonight. <laughs> <Get it going. laughs> All right. So Indiana All Pacers, right. they need defense. Yeah. Okay. They need D. Okay. What's going on with the Bucks here? Milwaukee Bucks, their opening, their resolution is need Tibbs too? <laughs> oh, the, all right. Tibbs, they're going everywhere. It was kind of funny. It just lined up, right? The Bucks are 24th in defensive rating this season. A big fall for a team accustomed to being in the top 10. They gambled on trading elite defense for elite offense, and they've shown they can score with the best of them. Is an identity change really what this team needed, or were small changes the right move? The bet's been made, but the defense needs to improve if they want to cash in. Yeah. I'm with you on this again. It, I'm still... I'm really going to be curious to see what happens with Dame in the playoffs when he's got to guard somebody, when they can hunt him. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, uh, I agree with this too. Um, it's because they seem so. They see some uh, very the word uh, thin. Like after their top five, you got Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder, Cameron Payne. So it's like, all right, they made these trades, but they didn't really bring in any. I, I don't even think the trades the problem. I think is who who they brought in as the role players aren't really yeah that great. Losing guys like Dante DiVincenzo and let's not name any others, but yeah. um, <laughs> are they, a, um, but, are yeah. they, you know, maybe a buyer here in the next couple of weeks trying to find a, some bodies just to have some rotation like an, depth, like you know, mi- minimal. Sort I don't of even know if the is it the defense. Like how how do you improve defense through trades? Do you bring in Pat Bev? That's kind of the that, that kind of guy. Got it. Maybe somebody like that, a defensive sort of guy. I don't know who's really available, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they have the pieces to make get, it happen either. Yeah, I don't think. I think they probably I, gave up a lot. I, I'm still lukewarm on the Bucks. I think the Knicks could beat the Bucks in a playoff series. Wow. I think. I think so. Like, I don't know if you guys. Yeah. High on OG in the Knicks. I saw Randall beat the Minnesota earlier this week. I think I'm still. That's what happened. On that, but we should have seen that. Like they, they beat a real title contender, so now I feel like they can beat it. Now I feel like they can win it. Now I have to feel like they can win it. Yeah, Fair. shown the might. He doesn't want to point out his team just lost to the Knicks, so 
Brunson's praising awesome. them, praising them as a title contender. So now. good. He's too so short, good. Too short okay. to win. <laughs> All right, Joe, keep it going. All right, the Atlanta Hawks moving out of the Central Division. Their resolution is choose a path. Titus' favorite team. They oh, seem yeah, to satisfy favorite. Trey as he's returned to form this season with high scoring and aggressiveness, but they failed to build correctly around him. If you remember correctly, our resolution last year was satisfy Trey, right? Um, yeah. It was make him happy at all costs because he seems like the kind of guy who could throw a fit and just kind of whatever. Um, but they've dabbled in trades. They sent John Collins out finally, but the DeJounte Murray experience has been less than ideal. There's not much else to write home about for the Hawks. They got a good coach. He got a star. Now it's time to add the pieces. Um, or again, like the Knicks, continue to be mid. Yeah, I'm. you know what? This is a team that's ready for a trade. And I feel like they're another team that's going to sit on this thing a year too long. And I know right now DeJounte is the guy that they're talking about making a move for, like you know, getting rid of him. I would start exploring it for anybody, trade included. That's how I feel about that. God damn. Trey's been awesome this year. I think his assist totals have been going up year over year. I, I get it, Titus. Like yeah. why you would want to trade him. I just I have to be the yeah the go negative, for it. negative no, on this me. to be like no 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 let's that's not trade Trey. I fine. think it's dumb to want to trade Dejounte, but I think I hear that's like the thing to do. Yeah, I think you should have to probably do that because yes, the experience has been less than ideal. Um. I don't know what you get for him. John Collins was a great trade for them, and all they got was Rudy Gay in a second round pick. Yeah. Which is yeah. literally losing guys has been better for them. This team is hopeless. Uh, my Carol meter on this team was oh, I put him at this is a three. I don't care. I'm out. I'm out on Atlanta. Yeah, you got to trade when the value is high, and right now the value for Trey is everything is low. It's high. Well, it's trade. the highest. Oh, it's you be think I'm trading on Trey? I mean, like, where, where do you send Trey? Like Detroit? Where, I don't wants? know. It would have to be Detroit. Some somebody that's but who I, I'd have to think about that. Let me think about that. I, I just thought you know me. I just say trade the people. Spurs. Think about the Spurs could be fun. You'd actually you know lob it to Wembenyama and like rest of his team does. Kind of good. But you got to get him obviously to somebody that's looking for like some sort of a star. Utah. Utah maybe. You need to pair with. Um, marketing for marketing. Yeah. But and he's just pale enough to really work over there. <laughs> they won't notice him. Was, <laughs> right, on that note. On that note. Yeah, here we go. Charlotte Jesus. Hornets. Hornets. It's got to be pretty low on the carol meter here. Yeah. Their resolution is get young, go young, and be young. There you go, man. This was their resolution last year, and they made some slight changes, but they may have gotten lucky on Brandon Miller, and LaMelo was still a top a young player when healthy. They'll be bad again this year, but they need to lean into it and take whatever you can get for the likes of Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, and sadly the other guy, and hope you win the Mega Millions. The other guy. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you here, Joey. Yeah, all vets got to go. Get young. Hope LaMelo can stay healthy one of these seasons and just go from there, man. This king can F off and die in a ditch. I don't care. I I hate that Miles Bridges is playing this much. LaMelo can't stay healthy and his brother is even worse, so yeah, let's move on. Negative three. Okay. I like it. That was just heat. Negative. Speaking of heat, Miami Heat are next. Nice. Their motto is, or their resolution is, be your motto. <laughs> Hardworking, nastiest, grittiest, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. It always seems to ring true when it counts. They won't kill you with their flash and dominance, but they will wear you down in ways you didn't even know you could be beaten. 
another steal of the draft and Jaime Hawkins Jr. could just be the piece they need to turn some of these ridiculous postseason runs into a title. I uh, <clears throat> go ahead, Chris. I was going to say when I was going through my resolutions, this was the one that I realized I didn't actually write a resolution. I said, this team is so full of themselves. I'm so tired. Like the <laughs> fact that they wrote the quote on their court for the city yeah. thing. I'm just annoyed with this team and I'm just going to rant on that real quick. And then also say that, uh, Udonis Haslam, I don't know if you saw his podcast, but he said some a few things about Bill Russell and was kind of disappointing to hear. But I, I, I'm ready for this team to get bounced in round one because they're so full of themselves. And I have nothing to back that up. I think they've been a great team. And I think, Joey, what you're saying is um, they won't – they'll wear you down another steal. Yeah, the Hami Hakez piece was – it's kind of annoying that they, they've been this good with him because he can average 30 points, I feel like, in this league if – if done right. So, yeah. I don't know. No, I, this was, I, I'm starting to feel like the way that Chris f- was feeling about Philly, about the heat. I'm just like, I'm just tired of the, I'm tired of the heat culture thing. I'm tired of it. I don't care. I'm not worried about them at all until the playoffs. This team that regularly just checks out for the whole regular season and then just decides to play hard for a couple of weeks and everybody loves them. And you know what? I'm tired of it. And I, I want so bad for, they would never do it. I want them to be a, a Zach Levine team, and then we get Jaime Hawkes is my dream. But you like Hawkes in college too. That's the fun thing about him. I didn't this. think he was going to translate as much yeah. as he has. So I tell you, but, I don't think they're going to let him go for anything. I think no, he might be an untouchable so. piece at this point for them. I know he fits, he fits their. Oh culture. yeah, but that's how All much right. I want it to be done. We'll go Orlando Magic. Their resolution, shoot the J. In a, league, in a league dominated by three-point shooting, it's miraculous the Magic have the record they have with taking the least amount of threes per game and shooting a league-worst percentage on those threes. They make up for it, though, in trips to the free-throw line where they do lead the league. When push comes to shove in the playoffs and whistles get swallowed, they need to find a way to score from the field. Mm-hmm. I love that. They're living at the free-throw line, and it, it, it can't There's last forever. Chris, anything on this? They, uh, so I watched the Magic versus the Raptors, which is probably the most boring game I think you could possibly watch in this league Sick right up. now. So, yeah, the uh, least amount of threes is spot on. Paolo's a lot of fun. I think what I would like to say um, is just I, is just keep growing and take it slow. I, I think, uh, but I agree with your what you're saying is like take more threes and kind of just grow, just grow as a team. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything funny to say either. With they just have a very linear path. They got the D. They need the three. Let's go. Grow, nice. Grow, not show. Not show. There we go. Thank there you guys. Go. All right, you got we got there. Three. Okay. Got- <laughs> All right. Washington Wizards, the final team in the East. Their resolution is grow up. I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Kuzma did something really funny. So Kuzma joking about how nobody wants to be the team that loses to the Pistons. While when he tweeted that having three more wins than them is peak Im- immaturity. That is until yeah. you realize Jordan Poole doesn't know the basic rules of basketball. and doesn't care to be anything other than a scorer. <laughs> you got guys that know how to make money, but they don't know how to make you money. This team is stupid. Yeah, this, this is worse a, than the another it's like a who bad. cares team. Who cares? <laughs> They're the one on the carometer. They're the one. Yep. They, I don't care about the Wizards. The only reason we're not talking about them is because the Pistons have been so yeah. bad. But at least, I th- at least I feel like the Pistons have a better culture. I'd rather be the Pistons than the Wizards. 
Yeah. Yeah. For right? sure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like Kuzma tweeted when they were losing, when At least the Boston was so. losing to Detroit. It was like, well, we're all thinking it, but nobody wants to be that team right now. I'm like, dude, you have three more wins than them. Like, yeah. you've just happened to split up 10 game losing streaks with one win yeah. in the middle of that. So right. <laughs> you feel, no you feel shut up. special. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, that's tough one. All right. That's it on the yep. East. Move to the West. Up they first, defending champion, Dun- Denver Nuggets. Their resolution is to cross their fingers. Oh. As long as you have Jokic, you're still one of the best in the league. But some of the offseason losses, mainly Bruce Brown, have forced rookie and sophomore players into bigger roles. Jamal has already missed time, and Aaron Gordon uh, did miss some time. He's back now after his uh, dog bite uh, accident. Freak story. That was an interesting story. But yeah. um, betting on all three. Too much eggnog, right? Yeah, he, he was wrestling yeah. with his dog, and they, they got a little feisty. His dog just told him. He said, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But betting on all three of those players when healthy is easy money, but making that bet when you swap any one of them out of the lineup for the likes of a Christian Braun, Peyton Watson, or um, uh, Strother, Chris, I forget his first name, but um, Julian. Becomes, Julian Strother, that becomes a lot tougher of a task. So basically, you got to have all these guys going at the right time. Losing one of them can be kind of make or break for you. Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, they're still the defending champs, but it's starting to, you know, we're starting to be like, hey, you guys got to be healthy when the time comes. Otherwise, this is going to be an issue. So. Yeah, they're really thin. Yeah. They got, I remember when they won it, they had like seven guys, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they had Christian Brown would be one of them, but problem was, is all those guys were on co- expiring contracts and they all played really well and they chased the money elsewhere. That's why you have your windows, man. When you have the chance to do it, you got to do it. So, yep. all right, Minnesota Timberwolves. Here we go. Their resolution is let bygones be bygones. Was it the worst trade? Maybe last year, but they paid their dues for that and dealt with their ridicule. Now they find themselves staring down a potential number one seed in the West. This team found success and is capitalizing on it. A young Anthony Edwards with no fear and no pressure and two vets in Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert who do best with no criticism and being a supporting cast is a recipe for a team who's playing with house money and no pressure to gamble at all. This one just feels, this one felt really good. Like Anthony Edwards seems like the kind of guy who wants the burden. He wants the show. He wants the, to be the guy. Um, Gobert seems like he wants to just kind of go away. And Carl Anthony Towns has done less than stellar things when he's had the pressure of the franchise on He's him. in the right role. It seems right. like the right mix finally for all these yeah. guys to be in. Chris, go ahead and take it. What do you think? No, that's, no, no, no. That's, um, my thing on the Timberwolves is more just continue the current trajectory, and that's kind of what you've said here. So um, it, it's kind of like let's, you, you're saying no pressure. My only thing is I think there's pressure to not fall off and just just continue what you're doing. I think it's like, it, hey, it's great that we're doing this, but I think there's still a, a subset of Minnesota fans that are like, oh, my God, please win 50-plus games. Like, we're on, we're on pace for that, but there is a part where we could drop off because – Simply just because it's Minnesota. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. If, if they fall to like a four seed, like, that's not disappointing in my mind. No, but anything below that yeah. would be a little disappointing. Yeah. I think that's fair. They're another team that, for me, is, you know, their, their season's going to be defined by what happens in the playoffs. So, regardless of what they get, once that's the, true. Before, yeah. yeah, it's really going to come down to like 
All right, what happens in that first, second round? You guys get out of those two rounds. It's kind of like we got to this point, like, all right, great. You proved that the yeah. trade can kind of work. Now prove it in the playoffs. Yeah. They're, same kind of boat as Philly to me. They feel like Philly West. Yeah. Keep it going. All right, uh, next, next young contending team, Oklahoma City Thunder. Their resolution is to embrace your position. The signs were there last year, and they've completely verified this season. Thunder have been steadfast and built and um, and building from within, utilizing their draft capital to pick the right pieces. Now, if those draft picks may start to be less valuable to them as they continue to improve, it's time to move them along in search of a missing piece and a dominant wing player. You've done everything right so far. It's time to change your approach and lock in your seriousness. Uh, spot on. Agree. This is. This is a team that needs to start pushing. Like what I just talked about windows. You know, I know that they're super young, but I think they have a window here this year and and maybe next year to capitalize on something. Um, you got, it's, but it, you got to make the playoffs and you got to get, you know, I got to get into that first or second round for them. So they need it, a Larry market on yeah, their team. That would be, um, that would be a, the move to do. That was, so I was listening to a pod earlier this week that was talking about that exact th- scenario. And the guy mentioned Larry marketing. I don't know if you guys is, is on the athletic, but there was another guy that mentioned what the other way, and I agreed with the other way. Of course, I did because it's getting a rim protector, big man, and like Clint Capella or Jared Allen. Um, I alluded to that earlier with like getting Jared yeah. Allen on this team, getting like a big guy. Chet is so skinny. Remember when he got yep. hurt last year because yep. of yeah. LeBron? I don't, I don't, I don't see this team doing much in the playoffs because they don't rebound, um, and they're very finesse. So. They need they need a brawler, and uh, oh, I, I, I hope I hope they do something. Regardless of anything that happens, they need they have so many picks. I, I was hoping you put the number of picks. I think it's like fifteen over the next four. It's, it's an absurd number over the sure. next short amount of time. So yeah, this is yeah this is a team that I feel like could be in danger of going like this is too much too fast and not wanting to, to understanding that like what exactly what Joey said like they're in a position to just put the foot down and. It doesn't mean like go get like a superstar, but it starts. You suddenly start going filling out your roster with, mm-hmm. like what Chris is saying, big guys that can play defense on these bigger teams in, in the Western Conference and guys that have kind of been there before. So, yep, you. Easily said. All right, Portland Trailblazers resolution is take off the training wheels. We all thought the Lillard trade was about seeing what you had in the likes of Shaden Sharp, Scoot Henderson, and Anthony Simons. Instead, we've seen. Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Grant dominate possessions and leave the youngsters standing and staring. This team isn't good. Embrace, Embrace. it. <laughs> See what your young core could be and make decisions on your veterans after that assessment is done. Um, to me, this felt like like they gave Jeremy Grant the contract, right? I think it was kind of a say, hey, Dame, we're, we're kind of committed. Dame didn't fight on any of that. Yeah. That move ended up happening. You got Brogdon and, and all the you know swings with, with Holiday and, and Dame and Jeremy Grant's on a big contract, so you know he could kind of just step back and, and whatever. But he's not. And then you got Brogdon, who just got swung around, you know, from a potential con- um, championship team to the bottom of the barrel. And to me, it's kind of like he's looking at, hey, I want to get my money and, and find a way. Yeah. And this team is doing it wrong. Like, you're bad. Play your young guys and see what they are. Pistons West. Pistons West. This is the West. West Detroit. Embrace it. Did you say embrace it? Did I say the word embrace? Was it just once? I felt like I read that three times. Nope, just once. But embrace it. 
Brace it. Brace it. Brace your badness. All right, easy. Kirometer zero. Utah Jazz. Resolution of listen. You don't need to necessarily act as they've proven <laughs> they can be competitive with the pieces they have. And they've got quite a few draft picks laying around to build this team out over the next few seasons. That being said, their commodities, specifically Lari, will be highly coveted in the next month. And they should be willing to listen to any team willing to sell the farm for one of their pieces. They shouldn't right, so get caught up in the oh, fact sorry. that they've been competitive, right? Like, just because you're competitive doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to a ridiculous Oklahoma City Thunder offer with a shit ton of picks for Larry Marketing, right? You, you've got to yeah. enter, entertain that at this point. Agree. Chris? Yeah, listen. Um, they should listen, trade. Linda. They should not trade Larry. I actually disagree with this assessment. Um, unless the right trade came around, which I don't think they're going to get another Gobert Mitchell kind of deal. It would, it would have to be OKC. They're the ones with like a, a stash yeah. of picks that makes sense. For them. I kind of see you, like OKC yeah. or Utah becoming OKC, right? Like, like we've got some people, we've got some pieces. We're going to move them for a shit ton of picks, and over the next five years, we're going to just use these picks to find the right guys and build out a really good team. Yeah, makes and sense. It's actually crazy how Walker Kessler has not been. He's kind of taken a step back. Sure, kind of slow. He's not in the lineup. You guys are not aware of anything about Walker. Anyway, let's Carol Meter. He was drafted. Yes. He was drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Chris, he was. I do care. He went to Auburn, which Barry. Um, the only thing I wrote about Utah was uh, make a trade and stop fake taking. Like I, I caught this is like the fake taking team, right? Like they're kind of like in this middle ground, and yes. they have so many assets, it doesn't really matter what they do because they already made some good trades. Um. Anyways, we love Utah. We always find ourselves a lot of opinions on Utah, like Larry Markin being an S tier forward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> along with Kevin Looney, or not Kevin Looney, uh, Kevin Mobley. <laughs> Evan? Uh, oh all right, Golden State Warriors. The resolution worse. is lock in. This is it. Get in. This is the final push for this team as it stands. All mm-hmm. dynasty guys, this is this is introspective here. All all dynasties die, but most of their own choosing. The Warriors aren't choosing to end this dynasty, but their inability inability to develop consistently young players while maintaining consistently good veterans has left them in a flux that them <clears throat> sorry, has left them in, in, in a flux and always thinking too much. There you go, Titus. If not Steph, then who? The depth chart may be long with names we know, but the window is closed and about to be locked forever. I got it. Got the Mac reference there. You just coughed at it. <laughs> I did. I just, I just straight up looking in the middle of it. Too much. Um, yeah, Golden State. This is a th- they won't do it, but they need to trade one of those core guys, and they won't do it. So I will not feel bad for them when they just meet, uh, peter out and the dynasty. Falls. I thought I, I when I thought about the. Uh, Golden State Warriors. I looked at um, interest like as a as a person being them, but then I just looked at Clay. Like his resolution this year to, should be accept the fact that he's not the player who he was, and be and take on that more mentor mentorship role, which maybe he will with Podzemski, Moody, make those guys better. I don't know what he could do. He can't physically give him his shot tools, but you know. Let's let's do this. I kind of looked at it as like a person who's a smoker and is like, you know, I know I'm not gonna be able to give up smoking as as my resolution. So my 
resolution is like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, cut back or I'm going to start vaping, you know, like you're, you're not really picking a safe, a safer option, but like you're making some adjustments. This is more of like, this team knows what they really need to do, but yeah. they're not going to do it. Yep. So they need to just like, guys, this is it. Like, this is our, this, this, this is our last run. This is our last dance. Like the documentaries are going to be made on us. Like, this is it. Yeah, this is and it. if we're going to go down with anything, like it's got to be something special. And it's going to go down every, with it's going to take everything green. we have, right? Like it's going to take everything we got. Yeah, to make this happen. It's this team. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good point, though, Joey, that you wrote in your thing where most dynasties choose to die, and this one's kind of it's like a, it's like a TV show that just lasted two or three seasons too long. Yep, they're out of stories. Yeah, right. <laughs> watching, we're doing this again. Like, well, we're still getting money, so I guess we'll stay. Yeah. We're waiting stay for on. Clay. We're waiting for Clay again. All right. It's like just show me the mother already. End the show. And <laughs> show okay. me the mother. You've got. <laughs> All right. I know that reference. Hi, much yeah. mother. <laughs> I like that. Up next, the clips. Just want a fresh clips. Oh yeah, the clips. Fresh clips. Crack, crack a clips. Crack, crack a clips. All right. <laughs> Harness the youth. <laughs> You're old. It's okay. But in, the first, but in the first season with load management penalties, the oft-resting Clippers, big names, have found a way to stay healthy and look like the players they used to be. Westbrook is coming off the bench for Harden. His work, Westbrook coming off the bench for Harden is working in ways the Lakers wished it had, and they're scoring options everywhere you look. They can't be young again, but if they can find their youth one last time, maybe they can shock a series. I like that. Find the youth. Find the fountain of clips and crack one Ooh, open. I like that. That's so good. That's find the fountain of clips. clips. Fountain That's beautiful. Fountain of clips. Okay. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on this team? They've won 12 of the last 14 games. Yeah. I just, yeah my, they got some groove. My, my, my take on this was they got ahead of the resolution and they're, they've they made the resolution in like the middle of December and yeah. you know started winning they, basketball. They games, joined so. the gym in December. And yeah, just keep. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. now they just need to not quit the gym. Yeah. Don't get frustrated when all the newbies show up in January. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's the thing. Actually, that's a good point because they already made their trade, and uh, now they got to wait for these other teams to make their trades. Yeah. Keep rolling, Joey. All right, moving over to the other side of Los Angeles. The Lakers. Resolution. Be dumb. dumb. Seems window is closing almost as fast as the Warriors, and it's time to be wild. Depth should be considered a distant second thought when it comes to this team, and they should be willing to give up anyone and everyone outside of the obvious names to add perimeter scoring. You're the Lakers. You can win now, and then you can worry about easily rebuilding when your time comes. Like This team has LeBron's window, right? And everything should be considered around that window. If you're bad for two years, it's not going to matter. There will be another free agent superstar who says, I want to go play in Los Angeles and save the Lakers. Like, you're never going to be down like a Washington or Detroit. Yeah. Like, you can be ridiculously stupid and make a big, massive, stupid trade to try and make a push for one or two more seasons. Yeah. I think, I think that's the underrated thing with uh, LeBron, where um, he's so good that teams can make dumb trades and it just works out for them. Like all the time, yeah. So keep doing it. Yeah, I agree with this. Is Levine going here? Is that? Where, I mean, everybody's talking about it, but no, I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't want it because I won't be able to watch him play games as often, and that'll make me sad. 
So, like, I don't think so because Darvin Ham doesn't like Austin Reeves for some reason. Darvin Ham's going to lose his job soon. You think? Ooh, yeah. But, like, so, yeah, yeah. okay. Because, like, but the thing is, like, Levine is Reeves, right? So, like, we're not, you're just trading this. Yeah. I don't think they would give up Reeves, though, but I think. No, but then you have Reeves and Levine. How do you. I think that's what Joey's saying. It's it's dumb. It doesn't have to be. Oh, so be dumb. Be oh, dumb. That's what he's saying. Okay. Like, just be like, dumb. Like, just make the Levine trade. Bring all the possible scoring you can. Like, just bring everything yeah. and just see what happens. Like, yeah, got to be it's stupid. It's worked before. Just tell For- Zach stand in the corner, hit those threes. <laughs> yeah. All right, Phoenix Suns. Their resolution is circle the wagons. Every negative thing everyone said about this team's build in the off season has been fulfilled. They can't stay healthy, and there's no depth. Beal has played in nine games this season and trading their souls for a chance at a big three has put all the weight on Durant to deliver. Is it Brooklyn 2.0? It has all the making of another blemish on Durant's attempt at his own super team and they'd be best served blocking out all the noise and trying to get to the postseason poised to do some damage. Yeah, this is tough, man. I don't know what to think. Make of the Suns. Chris, any thoughts on the Suns? Circle the wagons. Yeah, and this is Brooklyn 2.0, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Beal's got to play a little bit. They're uh, under like, a, you know, the Carol meter is a little bit low on these guys. Like, I just, I, I had him at a six. I had him at a six. Oh, he had him way up there. <laughs> I had him at a six. <laughs> I really care about him. Well, I thought they should, they should be at eight or nine. Yeah. But they're just. Maybe like a four for me. Like, if we're going out of 10, all right, like four. Like, all right, I guess, like, wake me up when you guys are healthy. Well, that's your, your Carol meter. Is, it, yeah. yeah, it's very skewed. You either got tens or you <laughs> got tens like, or, or yeah. threes. <laughs> All right, Joey, keep it rolling. All right, Sacramento Kings resolution is round out. Sabonis, so Fox, and Murray have shown play on offense to keep this team in the mix, the top half of the West. But when they lose, they tend to lose big and give up a lot of points. It's, go look at the game logs. They are <laughs> violent. I mean, like, there's, it's scary. <laughs> Nobody on their roster. It's bad. It's really bad. Nobody on their roster strikes you as a top tier defender, and I'm not sure they have answers for the big names in the West. Actually, I I am sure. I'm sure they don't have any answers for the big names in the West. They need to add a staunch staunch defender or risk last season being their ceiling. Yeah, I agree. Get a defender, Chris. Um. So. I've no, this is the third team that we've noted, we've said they need a defender, right? We've mentioned Milwaukee, Sacramento. Yeah. So I'm really thinking that Minnesota Gobert trade, maybe they underpaid getting some defense <laughs> on that team. That really we're rewriting history right has now. Solidified. Right, now we need to move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they underpaid for Gobert. Uh, five picks. <laughs> oh, five first round picks. <laughs> Only five? Like, That's an underpayment, five? man. This is worth oh. ten. For a defender? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. DPOY? All right. Well, the Kings done. All right. Dallas Mavericks. The resolution is eat your veggies. <laughs> eat your veg. Luca has the help we've clamored for in last year's resolution in adding Kyrie at last season's deadline. They've also added the likes of Grant Williams, Derek Jones, Derek Jones Jr., and a couple of other people. The problem is this group can't stay healthy enough long enough to see what this really is. The rhythm is lacking and it's taking everything Luca has to keep them afloat yet again. Derek Lively looks like he could be another steal of this year's draft, along with Jaime Hawkes, but counting on an unproven rookie to carry them through a loaded West isn't going to cut it. Kyrie just can't stay on the court. And every time we've seen Luca and Kyrie in extended runs, 
it's been, you know, your turn, my turn kind of thing. Yeah. They need regular season time to figure this out or else it's going to be Luca trying to put up 50 every game in the playoff series to get them through. Yeah, I don't have a lot of high hopes for this team. Chris? I got low hope. Yeah, no, I got nothing for this team. The problem, yeah. The healthy thing with Kyrie is, is the note I had about this team as well. I said get healthy and play, and yeah. Derek Lively's great, I guess. But he's a rookie that, like, He's a classic example of rookie that looks good for like 30 or 50 games and then t- Taylor's off, right? So I don't think he's going to be able to carry them like you're saying here. Yeah. So anyways, we're good. Is enough. Houston Rockets. Green means go. After excelling on a bad team last season, Jalen Green has rescinded to his rookie self with worse shooting and lower scoring. The team has taken steps to be relevant and it's helped their overall performance, but getting the most out of Green will be the key if they want to get good, good and stay good. <laughs> Chris, any thoughts on Houston, I, man? My 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 thought on Houston was that they need to embrace that Elprun Sangoon is the number one option on this team, despite his ugly ass name and his European heritage. He is the best player on this team, and Houston needs to accept that. Yeah, Houston's a very confusing team for me. Another team that should probably I don't I don't know what they're doing. Cool. Yeah, I I agree, Chris. <laughs> you know, I, I think you could have written the exact same thing about Sangoon, and I and I actually thought about it. I was like, you know, should I make this Alperin focused? Um, but I kind of thought of him more as like, um, not, not like one dimensional, but you know, more of a typical player, like Jalen green seems like the kind of guy who could give you not Anthony Edwards numbers, but like Anthony Edwards ask where like you get to that point and they need to focus less on like, um, you know, Fred Van Vliet and whatever they're Dylan Brooks. Like you've got some guys you need to put like the effort into and like those need to be the guys getting your possessions. Like you're acting like you're about to be a contender in the West because you had a streak at some point this season. And that needs to just kind of, kind of easy. Yeah. All right. Memphis Grizzlies. Titus's favorite team. Memphis. See the dunk on Wemby. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Wemby didn't even jump. Not that he has to, but he didn't. Threw it down on him. Mid. <laughs> Such a that's been a hotly used word tonight, guys. Yeah, All right, mid. Memphis Grizzlies. Mid, mid is in. We're cool. we're late. We're late on mid. Yeah, we're so late on mid. We're mid on mid. We're mid on mid. Right, Memphis sorry, Grizzlies sorry. need to sprint to spring. The Memphis Grizzlies. The 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 <laughs> mid. No, they're <laughs> they're not quite mid. They need to sprint to spring. Jaw is back, and this team looks completely different while he looks exactly the same. They need to hit the reset button and try to get to April as fast as they can without looking back at what happened in the first quarter of the season. Nobody will remember how they started if they finished above the play-in tournament seedings. No one's going to care about the start if they somehow find their way into the sixth seed. Like If they can somehow scrape their way there, it'll be forgotten. If they manage to like get 7-8 and, yeah. and win, uh, win a play-in game, I think you know maybe it'll be talked about, but there's a there's a decent chance with how he's playing they might get out of this unscathed. Although they lost like four in a row, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean they yeah. couldn't have done anything to help him out before he came back. I mean he came back and his look, his looked great. So yeah, just finish strong. Do what you can. Spring. Chris, to spring. I, my thing was resolution: fewer gun motions after hitting shots. I mean, that would be know. beneficial. That would be yeah. intelligent, but. He was doing a dance. It had nothing to do with firearms. Yeah. Firearms right, safety. Right. Treat every gun as if it's loaded. All right. New Orleans Pelicans. 
Extend the floor. 27th in the league in three-point attempts. Won't get the job done. Their inside presence is solid with Zion being healthy finally, and Brandon Ingram continue to be um, solid for them. But to raise the ceiling, they need to extend the floor and be a threat on the outside. A specialist should be on their very short list for this trade deadline. Chris, Breeze, any thoughts Breeze on win. Uh, you, got, you got two good two scores. Got to get a three score. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the extend the floor is actually not something I thought about, but that's that's exactly right. Yes. Um, excuse me. The other part is um, a specialist isn't he, like they got that guy Jordan Hawkins. I haven't checked on him lately. He's, he was huge, like three point threat as a rookie for them. My thing with New Orleans is they got to like choose an alpha, and an alpha's got to like take over. They're kind of like a poor man's Boston, where like you have CJ, Bi, and Zion. Who's Who's the alpha here, right? Like, point. It should be Zion, but it's not. You're right. But, but it's not Zion. Too. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the three-point attempts, I agree. It's because of B.I. The guy just, he's the, he's the younger DeMar DeRozan. I'm not a big fan of B.I. <laughs> Brandon Ingram. Did you just, did you just coin all that? I, or is that another Rick Carlisle? All I think was BMI, when people say B.I. <laughs> From Zion's B.M.I. is also an issue, but that's yeah. separate. <laughs> That's a separate BI. A separate, All right, sorry. Yeah. All right, BI, Brandon Ingram. BI. Um, it, it's the 27th league in three point attempts because Alpha. Brandon Ingram. Brandon, <laughs> should we just say Brandon? No, or Ingram. Let's go, Brandon. BI. Just, just say BI. <laughs> Everybody knows who you're talking about. <laughs> he, he he doesn't shoot him. He's Damar. He's Damar in the in the West. Mm, I don't know. Damar West. Damar West. We got Detroit West and Damar West. DW Trade everywhere. Zion. Zion, Zion wow. for Levine. What? For Levine. Wow, nice try. He's <laughs> got like a chest tattoo of like a cross and a lion off, or something. It's off centered, man. It's just. Oh, yeah, people were knocking the off centeredness. I didn't even see it was off centered. I just thought it was just a bad it shows tattoo. shows he has the heart of a lion. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, yeah, the tag. All right, guys, we made it. We made I it. thought we'd only take 40, 45 minutes, but we're, here we are in an hour. We made it. We're on the last one, guys. One more. All right. Last one. San Antonio Spurs. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. The resolution is point guard. Not get a point guard. It's just point guard. I didn't spare the extra word. Fuck it. Point guard. Point guard. Stop experimenting and get real about what you need to get the most out of Wemby. He can do a lot. Hell, he can do everything. But he will be better served in his early going of not needing to make every decision and be the only player on the team capable of doing great things. Don't force it. Let him find his way and find somebody to help guide that growth. Um, kind of stole this from Chris. Chris, I think mentioned it um, last episode. Yeah, I did. Last pod where he was like, he, you know, they finally started playing him as a true center and not as a four. And, you know, it's, it's, it seems pretty simple. Let him just stand there, you know, be the size he is and let him kind of find the rest of the game. Like let it come to him and not make him yeah have to force it to kind of you know be remarkable force it yeah i'm waiting well san antonio's ways away from becoming anything so just keep an eye on Wemby, see you know how he looks and then go from there i think Wemby's definitely not winning rookie of the year no i think chet's getting it yeah i I think i think chet is the favorite I think so. I don't man. think that's even that's not even talked about anymore. I think it's Chet and Jaime Hawkins might steal number two. It's that's that's a conversation. That's interesting. Yeah, I think he's two up and Chet's. down. He gives you like like two really good games, and he gives you two like disappearing games. And Chet has just been very very consistent. 
Yeah. And OKC is going to be real good. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's going to be a little bit of like, hey, should we give this thing to Chet? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Because I called it. You guys laughed at me. And I said, don't put Wemby in the A tier or S tier, wherever we put it. You were on it. You were, you were on, on, it. It. on it. Well, once it on blue moon. And you All were right, that's on. It. We made it. Guys. You were on these resolutions, Joey. Great work by you. Good job by you. you. Good job by you. <laughs> Chris, any closing thoughts tonight here on those? Um, you put in a lot more effort and work. Not effort, just a lot of work. And very, it, it was good. <laughs> Let's move on. Maybe put a little more effort in that. Thanks, set. Chris. I'll try harder <laughs> next year. Uh, good work effort good job all right um well that is it for us tonight follow us on the social medias at the box out boys on those dms be sure to subscribe rate and review on youtube and spotify we very much appreciate that chris joey and adam until next time box out